Alright, welcome everyone to Joestar All-Stars, a podcast by four school uniform nerds for all you school uniform nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and this JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast where we watch every episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and make really bad jokes about them. And specifically today we're going to be making really bad jokes about Stardust Crusaders episode 14, Justice, part one. Part one. Hell yeah. Part one. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get some Enya stand here. Yeah. I'm really liking these two parters. Me too. I, it, it's it's a good turn away from what we've been doing. Hmm. Yeah. Get, give something a little more time to breathe. It, it's still like it's almost like one fourth of every two parter is still just dumb filler. But like it's dumb filler that we can all get behind. Like. Jotaro getting a new school uniform. Like, (laughs) (laughs) at least it's like thirty seconds of him just at a tailor shop in the middle of like Pakistan. Three minutes of this. It's so good. And she's like, the the lady is like, it's such a strange request. I've never made a school uniform for a Japanese schoolboy out of wood. I'm sorry, out of wool in Pakistan. Now let me ask With you something. With gold chain. <laughs> yeah. What 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 is the strange thing about this tour? Is it the fact that it's a Japanese school uniform? Is it the fact that it's for a humongous man? Or is it the fact that it has a giant chain hanging off of it? I I think you should be more confused that she has Piccolo's like clothes beam, and can perfectly recreate <laughs> his outfit. Perfectly, one hundred percent, down to every detail. It, uh, it's because Jotaro gave her extremely detailed instructions. I, he used Star Platinum in order to draw a picture of it. <laughs> the precision of Star Platinum's measurement cannot be underestimated. Man, I want a Star Platinum tailored suit. So did she? Ha- the- I don't remember. Did he lose the hat last episode? Did you have to somehow make a hair hat? <laughs> that's all I, gel it's I all gel yeah. I like that just an all gel hat <laughs> Jotaro actually takes the longest to get ready in the morning than all of them Yeah, he's just well, maybe, applying shoe polish to his hair <laughs> maybe Kakuin I feel like Kakuin takes a while too oh, just to get that forelock exactly right yeah I don't know Polnareff seems like it would be pretty hard to do I don't know. Polnareff's... I can't imagine Polnareff spending any time on his appearance. I feel like it has to have been, like, a curse that he was... <laughs> like, he he somehow pissed off a, like, a witch one day, and now his hair is cursed to be that for the rest of his life. <laughs> that seems actually very Polnareff <laughs> to me. I mean, it's it's more reasonable than thinking that somebody ever has that hairstyle by choice. <laughs> Just naturally come like that. It's fine. Whatever, man. <laughs> I I feel like Polnareff would be the kind of person who did not to not realize this is a curse. Mm. Like, oh yeah, my hair looks great now. You don't understand. For the rest of your life, you will be cursed with this. Oh yeah, my hair's great now. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it never. No, I don't have to worry about styling. Yeah. <laughs> a really low maintenance. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure it's not Kakuin that takes the most time because the amount of Iraqi art that I get makes him look more and more like a Muppet. <laughs> Why does his mouth right. go that far back in that panel? <laughs> that's just how his mouth looks. Yeah, that's he's, just how his mouth. Yeah, I think it I've accepted that. Just that's just how uh, Araki intended Kakuin to look. Like every time you post a picture of Kakuin, a new uh, manga panel of him, he just has the long mouth face. And, and 
I just accepted it now. I mean, have you ever... Longmouth face is a good word. <laughs> For all you longmouth face nerds. Oh. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen his legs? How do you think a, How do you think an egg came out of him? Obviously, there's no legs. It just <laughs> came out. It came out of his mouth. His, his jaw just unhinges 180 degrees well, and the he, egg Is rises. he King Piccolo now? Yeah, just... <laughs> 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 oh man man i want to see younger hotter kakuin what oh wait no wait he's wait, already, wait. no he's no, like 16, no, Grant. no Go ahead. Get out. what have no. you done no what have you done welcome listeners no, this is the episode where we come together and crucify grant <laughs> no. yes no. finally <laughs> no what have i said <laughs> so we go uh, to an airport. Everyone, else, everyone but Grant can talk about Anne now. Yeah, we um. go to an airport <laughs> where we get some really bad vibes as <laughs> Anne goes, don't touch me anywhere said. funny to this giant naked muscle oh man. <laughs> what Again, have I done? This is nothing new. But fortunately, they're putting Anne on a plane so she doesn't have to be in the show anymore. <laughs> I'm glad that they finally just fucking airlifted her away. <laughs> We're just going to Iraqi Anne. her now. We've, I'm, we've, so, we've I'm had so a, done with this character. We've had enough of you. You've been in this longer than like any of our other supporting children. Your time <laughs> is done. Leave. You've had more screen time than Lisa Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> you had more t- screen time than Smokey, and Smokey was good. More screen I mean, time Smokey than was Baron Zeppelin. also very problematic. <laughs> yeah, actually, she's been on the show longer than Zeppelin. God, oh, no. Oh, no. That. God. It's true. I mean, to be fair, we're, what, 14 episodes into Stardust Crusaders, which is one and a half times the length of Band of Blood. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, poor My friend. heart still pines for Baron Zeppelin right now. It still pines for Speedwagon. God, why isn't there a Zeppelin yeah. this season? Why maybe we just this season? maybe we're just missing the hat. I think we are you missing know? a hat. You know so what? Polnareff should put on a Zeppelin hat, right? Yes. <laughs> it would be like his. <laughs> it would be six inches above his flat oh God. top. I'm just imagining like just like a cylinder around his like just like. It wouldn't like, come like, down to his ears. It would just sit on top of his. So you know when you see a perfect fit and it like it takes a while to like go around something because the the suck like the suction around is just too good. Yeah, I'm just imagining that with the hat on his hair. It just goes like slowly settles. Oh, in. so like a like a top hat, just yeah. right over top. Just yes, the, yeah. This is the Baron Zeppelin top hat. Just. It's like a can of Pringles right right on top of his hair. I mean, that's both at the same time arousing and upsetting. Mm-hmm. Things fitting perfectly into other things. So, Anne comments how she doesn't want to leave and wants to stay with them. And my first thought was, dear God, Anne, why would you want to stay with these losers? These, th- these people. But then I thought, yeah. all right, super powered, globe trotting, clearly ri- wealthy hunks. You know, yeah, I, you, I, 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 you know what? Never mind, Dan. I'm I. I would do this. <laughs> it's like it's like these guys can do whatever they want and go wherever they want. And <laughs> I heard Joseph Joestar like, killed a man. Two murders. <laughs> yeah. They can do anything. Maybe they can help me with the 400 people I've killed. Yeah. <laughs> she don't look like she needs help with that. No. Maybe if they're sending her, they're extraditing her back to Hong Kong, maybe. <laughs> you know, it's it's for the greater good. <laughs> but yes, uh, they finally shove Anne on a plane. 
But she's like, man, I wish I saw Jotaro one last time. And then and the star the fucking... of Thief Star playing. <laughs> yeah, as he walks past the airplane. <laughs> it, it has no purpose. It's, it's so just Jotaro just looking fly as fuck. And just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, I'm here for it. I mean, yeah. God, that, there's almost no scene they could put that over that wouldn't get me hyped up. <laughs> like, for like, they could have put that over him ordering his fucking new school uniform. Yes, it's the Are you sure you want Yes, just like that. 100% will. They kind of struck gold with this little, this his theme song because it just gets me hyped every time. It it does. And I, and it's just him walking on an airstrip. It's perfect. So it's perfect. I'll, honestly, they do do this very well pretty much every series. Like the JoJo theme is always great. It's true. So this has to be a Speedwagon Foundation plane, right? Because I can't imagine a child screaming, no, I don't want to go, as these, like, giant buff dudes try to force her onto a plane would sit well with any normal, like, airport authorities. <laughs> Look, I don't know what India was like in the 80s, <laughs> but you're right. It has an uncomfortably, like... <laughs> like human trafficking area. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh. So against... All reason they decide to let Polnareff drive again. <laughs> no, I was thinking okay, that. Was, I'm like, is Polnareff driving here? Because I think I, I thought Kakiwin uh, was driving. It's it is definitely 100% Polnareff driving again. <laughs> They're like, dude, why are you going 80? There's a cliff three <sighs> inches, and you can't see four feet in front of you. <laughs> I think they learned by now. But hey, uh, Jotaro and Kakiwin don't have their license. They're students. As long yeah, and, as long as there's not a spooky <laughs> ghost car following them around, he's fine. And, and we've established that Joseph will risk his life to not do any work <laughs> I, and here we are and here and so who does that leave us <laughs> god. god every like over the past this entire season almost every word out of polaris mouth has made me that put less and less confidence in him as, as a person as a combatant as a like seriously you should just leave him on the side of the road because he is a fucking liability he, why know, is he but, still here <laughs> What is his motivation? But, that, but Joey, that's why I love him. He's so bad. He's so oh bad. Oh my god, this episode. <laughs> it's so, He's the main character. It, he really is the main character. <laughs> Sorry, Victor. This and is he it. Has, he is the IQ of a main character. <laughs> I, <laughs> Welcome to Popo's <sighs> Bizarre Adventure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So Jean Popo, uh, they're driving into town, and my first note says "dead dog count three. Yeah, we we got another dog corpse. <laughs> that that at least at least three. Yeah, at least three. <laughs> Greater than or equal to three. I feel like there's been more. Joseph Joestar. <laughs> it was Danny. Um, puppy in the snow. Oh, you're right. Okay, dead mm. dog count four. Because then there was um, the yellow, yellow temperance, temperance one. Yeah. So, yes. so yeah, they make it into this creepy, foggy ghost town. Joseph Joestar says, I'd guess there are a few thousand people living here. And I'm like, by what evidence there are no people here? Well, there's plenty of people. They're just not making us think about it. Joseph, do, do you have a map? Where's this town on a on a map? 
Tell me what this town's name is. <laughs> Joseph, why are you okay. stopping in this town that you don't know the name of? <laughs> That's not on your map. Spoilers for later on. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> so Look, he's old. He's tired. He needs somewhere to lay down. Look, he doesn't have a camera to tell where he is. <laughs> or, I guess, Ash. <laughs> or a television. <laughs> it has to be a functional television. As we find out later. Cable. <laughs> hooked up to cable. Yeah, as we hooked up to cable. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> So we get really bad American tourist jokes. Hold on, I got this. We're in the Middle East, so you gotta say "Assalamu alaikum." <laughs> like, and, and I'm like, "Come on, man!" This come reaction on, of please the guy stop. with the like thousand yard stare for a good thirty seconds <laughs> slams the sign to close. And walks away. <laughs> it is perfect comedy. Perfect. <laughs> Any time that Joseph is like, I got this, I'm like, oh, you totally don't got this, do you? <laughs> Just let Kakyoin do it. He would have actually done it well. <laughs> yes, but they don't have Avdol anymore. He would have been the one to choose. It's true. God, I miss Avdol. I miss Avdol. Ugh. Everyone misses Avdol. <laughs> As we find out later, they have not forgotten him. <laughs> <laughs> God, so they're trying to find a hotel because there's like fog everywhere. Things are really spooky and creepy in this town. And once again, it takes them for fucking ever to even be like, hey, wait a minute. Is, this, is, is there maybe stand? is there a stand user? It's like they don't even hear the creepy music that's going off every thirty seconds. <laughs> we get the same version of Star Platinum theme that we get in the <laughs> episode. And... Yeah, where it's like reversed. Yeah, <laughs> just the creepy piano. So, so, like, people have, like, cockroaches on them (laughs) in some very upsetting ways, and they find a dead guy, and they're like, hey, hey, do you know where the hotel is? And he, like, slumps over with his mouth open, and lizards crawl (laughs) crawl out of his mouth. (laughs) Lizards crawl out of his mouth. For all you lizard mouth nerds out there. (laughs) God, I just... (sighs) It, they don't find this, like, really strange. No, no. <laughs> they Man, comment on anything but the lizards coming out of his mouth. And and because this is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, his tongue is very prominently shown. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's out. I, <laughs> I mean, look. He just has friends on the inside. Oh, no. no. Inside lizard friends? Inside lizard friends. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> to all your don't you, inside lizard fans. Uh, don't you want no. some inside lizard friends? No, I don't like Inside Wizard Friends. If we say it like 20 more times, will you start to like it? No, I will not like Inside Lizard Friends, no matter how many times. Love Inside Inside Lizard Lizard Friends. Friends. Can you wink afterwards? Inside Lizard Friends. Mm. Lizard Inside. Anyway, this guy has a gun. (laughs) Inside. (laughs) Smoking gun. Lizard Friends. (laughs) <laughs> so I want to know the story of this guy with the gun. I bet he was a hero in his past life. <laughs> there are so many things in this episode that just do not bear explanation later. Like this isn't a real town. Why is he here? Did the bus just let him off at a graveyard? <laughs> 
like this town is situated in like the worst possible place I could think to put a town. <laughs> it's like the middle of a fucking desert, in the middle of nowhere. Like it's in this circular gulch or whatever, and it's just there's there's n- no water, no no trees, no no life whatsoever. There doesn't appear to be any eyesight. farming. <laughs> There's nothing here, and I'm like... I know we've kept on hinting at this, but this isn't a real town. We learned this later on. This is just a graveyard that In- Inyaba just fucking takes over. And, and- Inyaba mo- stand makes no sense. No, it grave. doesn't. <laughs> yeah. There's just like eight hours. <laughs> yes. that <don't> make- <laughs> but like, if we assume that all of this is the work of an enemy stand, this stand it does a million things. <laughs> are, are you not... Uh, are you sure she's not actually a witch also on top of being a stand user? You know what? No, see, that might actually make that sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually, Grant. Yeah. Okay. So I she's mean, we have witch. vampires, so why not witches? That That's fair. Mm-hmm. Also, we you get know. this uh, this great shot as they're trying to figure out what's going on of Joseph Joestar having a cat lip. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I just, like, show mm. me. I, I just, I I just oh. showed the screen, screenshot. It, He's got it, this weird cat lip going on. It's like the colon three emoji. Oh, he's so mm. cute. I love him. Tim, I forgive- I'm going to warn you right now. I don't think I want to see any character from either of these episodes from the manga because I <laughs> I, I might just puke. <laughs> well, I, I didn't show you the lizard because the lizard just looked like a lizard. But I, I like show me show me that dog though. No, please. <laughs> I seriously will puke. I am not feeling. Oh well. god! Oh, no. Who even is that? Oh, okay, that's not that bad. I, the, the dog oh, wasn't god. that either. I, I I didn't save it. It wasn't worth it. You just gotta show me some inyaba. All right, but again, I don't want to puke. <laughs> right, we'll we'll get there. Let me let me hold the inyaba because I want to hold the inyaba here for a, for a minute. You want to oh. hold inyaba? Oh yeah. Also mm-hmm. want to hold inyaba? Yeah. So so they. Okay, moving on, right? No, so hold on. They, <laughs> Continue. Like, so, so they're like all crowded around this body, and they're all rolling their their heel checks around it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of just straight up D and D checks. There's, in this there's some serious D and D checks. Roll, roll for perception. Roll for heel. Roll for sanity. Like, well, okay, they keep how, failing. This guy, this guy died of terror or some bullshit. <laughs> he has a smoking gun. So, like, what's all that about? And. It's, you know what? Thank you, Grant. This is exactly a dumb D&D party going through something that the DM progressively has to hit them harder and harder over the face with. <laughs> Joey, you say this is a dumb D&D party, but this is an average intelligence This is D&D an party. average D&D party where they're like, all right, so you don't find a hotel, but there's a body there. Whoa. 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 Okay. And then... well, okay. Heel check. No, you don't find anything. Come on, roll roll the perception check. I don't know. Uh, that's weird that a lizard crawled out of that guy's mouth. Huh. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. Nobody assumes it's a stand user yet. <laughs> I, I want to roll a persuasion check on the, on this guy. <laughs> All right, you rolled a two. Oh, Salaks of Lakeum. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, hold on. I just got a good clip. Where they're all standing around the body and Pulnareff's doing his power pose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I noticed a, that. But from a different angle. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like from a top-down angle. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. And I'm like, pick a time and place to do this sort of stuff. No. And it's not now. It is. There is always the time and it is always the place for the Pulnareff power pose. <laughs> I just saw him do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ah, that looks real good. So, I love him. <laughs> I fucking love Polnareff. 
And so eventually somebody rolls their check and actually gets the, the information parcel in the AE, which is, this guy has a lot of holes in his chest. And oh, there's yeah. no blood coming out of any of them. These holes, so, they were made for them. They finally uh, realize what show they're in <laughs> and, and, and realize that they, there's a stand afoot. But first, but first we Kathleen gotta... tries to call the police or get some a local townsperson to call the police. Oh, God damn it. When oh, has God. this ever worked out for them? God. Hey, I, I, there's I a was... stan- there's stan shit happening. What's called the police? <laughs> That'll end well. You don't know. Maybe the police in this town have stands. <laughs> Do they have powerful mustaches like the ones back in India? That's what their stands were, Grant. <laughs> the mustaches. <laughs> the mustaches were the stands. <laughs> sure, why not? It's the best stand. It's. Man, uh... I was eating during this next scene. It was not good. Oh, God. I, Acacia and I were eating, too. Like, <laughs> because we try to eat while we're watching anime, right? Because, you know, that's yeah. just mm-hmm. the natural thing. Pairing, you know, the something yeah, that fishing. doesn't require your hand. Something that like does require your hand. fine wine with your meal. <laughs> <laughs> yep, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is like barefoot wine. It's your two, two, two buck chunk. <laughs> Three dollar oh, wine. Yeah. <laughs> And so we get to this scene where Kakuin tries to to tell somebody to call the police, and uh, oh boy, they have boiling, dripping cystic acne. <laughs> you had to say all of the, all of those words together. Yeah, yeah, I did. we it couldn't is have awful. Kinda... We get like a close up on it, and I hate it, and I hate like, everything about so, this. So it, like it like spurts a little bit unprovoked, and I'm like, oh, uh, we couldn't we couldn't have just lied to our viewers. Come on, man. Sorry, <laughs> they fight this really nice woman who just doesn't want anything to do with them. It's kind of weird, and we move on to the next scene. Hooray! Where I have to take my dog counter back down to only three dead dogs, apparently. <laughs> Although, calling this a dog is pretty generous, because he's like, <laughs> like the Lorax. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> you know, it, I'm looking at it now in still frame, uh... I realize why when Jotaro went by it in the car earlier, I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. He's like, did I just see a dog corpse? I have no idea because this does not look like a dog. It doesn't look like anything. (laughs) Okay, I gotta know. Is this faithful to the manga? Yeah, it is. Please, again, I don't want to puke. I... I didn't say that. It looks looks the exact same, man. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Uh, faithfully recreated it's like something out of rocky and bullwinkle like <laughs> it does look a lot you know what it looks like a one piece character because it's got the big heart upside down heart in its face yeah that, yeah that's true that's well i mean I we, as wonder... we all know one piece is just a giant jojo fan anime because that that show is all about stand powers I, you have to push it together it's a fanime <laughs> yeah no fanime wonder... is the name of a convention that's already taken uh, is it... so y'all so y'all, I have to wonder if uh, these dogs all look terrible because Araki hates dogs so much and he can't be bothered to draw them correctly. It's I think it's a very similar situation to women. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Keisha's making a face right now. <laughs> look, I love women. I think it's great. Araki clearly has a problem with them. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is the mo- like. A weird breed of misogyny in anime I don't normally see, where, like, there's zero sexual objectification of women. It's But the the, the really disrespect and hatred comes through loud and clear. Yeah. Look, you say there's zero sexual, uh, sexualization of women, but I remember seeing a, a whole episode where Lisa Lisa's ass was just out in the open. Okay. And it looked fucking that, marvelous. That might be the one time. 
But then what do we think about the episode where Anne's ass was out the whole time? I don't want to think about the implications of, of I, that analogy. I, I, but, I don't remember but that But for real, though, I this don't feels like... him more monkey sounds, please. Oh, by the <laughs> like... way, Joey, I've got something for you later. We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but... But really, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures uh, really feels like Araki exploring his sexuality. Yep. <laughs> exploring it's a like, lot. I, of I love big burly men. Let's draw everybody as a big burly man until he decides in, he's into twinks. Yep. Cowboy twinks, sailor Cowboy twinks. twinks, mafia twinks. <sighs> mafia, mafia twinks. twinks. Yep. 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 So they're like, to get back to the actual content of the episode, they're like, man, this, this fog's weird. It's almost like making a skull. As we get this like one long, like minute long thing of the of the fog and, forming a skull. And still nobody saw the idea of stands. And then they don't mention it. Like they just look away. Oh, yeah, oh man, that was kind of weird. Neat. There's like a lightning crash, and like you see the actual skull, and you see, it, and then the, the tarot t- card appears you see in the, the tarot sky. card. <laughs> <laughs> that can't that's poss- just for our sake that can't, we po- saw it. can't possibly be a stand but no. that looks like something out of like no more heroes just that really cool effect of the tarot card just being in the shot mm-hmm. it was good so joseph finally makes the call all right we need to get the fuck out of here everyone to the car and he jumps <laughs> like 90 degrees to the ground his entire body <laughs> and before he realizes wait this isn't the car <laughs> this isn't a car I just add another power to the list of justice powers here. I, I, I really think Dio rubbed off on her a little bit and just keeps on giving her... I don't her... want to think nope. about Dio rubbing off on any other jam. <laughs> don't you, are, though? Are you sure, Joey? Doesn't, no. that get your, doesn't that get your rocks off? No. Are you, Especially are because he'd be you're using right. Jonathan's Johnson. Yeah. You're, no, you're right, Joey. You want Inyava too. Yeah, are so. you jealous? <laughs> Joseph and Yaba, maybe. <laughs> God. Oh, quality content. Anyway. <laughs> so, so, Joseph has to so, use Hermit Purple to save himself here, and I'm shocked that nobody stupid. comments on this. Yeah, nobody comments on the fact that he actually uses it with vines. They should have, none of them have seen him use it this way before. <laughs> He's revealing too much. <laughs> now they know. I don't, <laughs> he can't sandbag anymore. <laughs> it's too late. Like, Watch him. He... <laughs> the cat's out of the bag, man. They're all like, dude, what are you doing? Are you an idiot? Why did you almost kill yourself? And his response is a very good, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I like that they try to do some CSI bullshit here with this body. Just, That's good. It's just like, yeah, let's not touch it as much as possible so that uh, we're not disturbing the crime scene. And Joseph's already wearing gloves. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like using his pen to like peek in the pockets in order to not touch them. And I'm like, yeah, that, that looks like what I've seen on crime shows, I guess. And sure. Also, Jodoro comments, with the, uh, these holes should be have blood gushing out of them. Normally, at least. I'm like, no, that's just you. <laughs> I know. I, I wrote that note down. No, General. You do not have a good frame of reference for this. All of you big, burly, muscle-bound freaks have blood at a thousand PSI at all times, apparently. <laughs> uh, and they, know, they even call out that his body looks like cheese out of Tom and Jerry. Yes, they specifically <laughs> name drop Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Uh, yeah. 
God. After jo- Joseph has made the determination that we need to get the fuck out of here, he, ho- he puts that on hot pause because this creepy fucking old woman walks out of the fog and is like, hey, everyone, I got a hotel. <laughs> and they're all on board with Hell it. Hell yeah. The, the, for yeah. some reason, they don't do the normal deductive thing, which is the one person not affected by whatever's going on here is clearly the cause. <laughs> Look, when you find somebody brutally murdered, but like in inexplicable ways, and then somebody that you don't know walks out to talk to you. That is a hundred percent of the time the stand user. <laughs> yep, it's never not been the stand user. <laughs> never. They just can't help themselves. <laughs> like I, I, I am like completely on board with my hypothesis that like having a stand just causes permanent brain damage. To <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. It explains why Polnareff is so dumb because he's been training for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Jotaro is the so smartest dumb. because Jotaro and Joseph like just got their stands <laughs> yeah. like a week ago. <laughs> yeah I, i'm liking this plan a lot don't worry i'll set in so Inyaba walks up to them and offers them a cheap hotel stay and joseph can't resist a bargain so they decide to follow this creepy woman to her bed and breakfast all right so this I- starts us getting a ton a ton of just really upsetting close-ups on Inyaba's face I know, but I pretty much love the rest of this episode. But before we get to it, I think this is a good time to stop, because Inyaba's a musical reference, isn't it, Victor? Yeah, to Enya. You remember Enya, Enya right? Yeah, everyone's favorite. Enya. Uh, I mean, Dude, I was at, can... I just started a new job, and I went to work at... Uh, so I was doing some observation at different locations for my job, and the uh-huh. second location I went to, they were playing music, uh, you know, just in the store, and... Fucking Enya came on. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a name. And I'm like, oh, th- that's what we're listening to. Th- th- that's what kind of music we're playing in here. <laughs> I wish yep. Enya hadn't been ruined for me because it's definitely a mood. I could see a mood for Enya. Like right now, right, Victor? Sure. Are you ready to talk about Enya? Because this week on JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, we're here to talk about Enya. You know, Ireland's best-selling solo artist of all time, second best-selling Irish music act of all time, right behind you two, that Enya. Enya Patricia Brennan, whose actual birth name is one of those weird Gaelic assaults on the very idea of phonetics, was born into a musical family in the north of Ireland in 1961. She started her professional career in 1980 by joining her family's band Clanad on keyboards and vocals. No, not that Clanad. This Clanad. (laughs) 
Anyway, she left the family band in 1982 to launch a solo career. Her first notable work was in 1984 when she contributed to the soundtrack for The Frog Prince. Then in 1987, she was asked to contribute a song to the BBC documentary The Celts, which turned into her doing the whole soundtrack. That soundtrack was released in 1987 as her self-titled debut album, Enya. It didn't fly off the shelves or anything, but it held a steady sales pace both in Europe and the US, and it eventually went platinum. She switched record labels after that first album, and since Rob Dickens, the chairman of Warner Music UK, was a big fan, he offered her a deal that would allow her to keep making the kind of music she wanted to make with minimal interference from the record company. The lead single off her second album was called Orinoco Flow. It wasn't originally intended to be released as a single, but Dickens had jokingly asked for one several times, knowing full well Enyi's music was not made for the pop charts. So naturally, Orinoco Flow went to number one in six countries, including three weeks atop the UK singles chart, went to the top ten in eight more countries, and cracked the top 40 in the US. It was unexpectedly massive, propelling the album Watermark to eventual worldwide sales in excess of 10 million copies. And the 1991 follow-up, titled Shepherd Moons, was even more successful, earning Enya her first Grammy Award for Best New Age Album, which she would win again for each of her next three albums, 1995's The Memory of Trees, 2000's A Day Without Rain, and 2005's Amarantine. Of course, no overview of Enya's career would be complete without talking about that fifth album, A Day Without Rain. It was decently successful when it was first released, topping out at number 17 on the Billboard 200. But in September of the following year, a little thing happened called 9-11, maybe you've heard of it? TV and radio stations used the album's sole single, Only Time, in coverage after the attacks, and it reignited the album's lifespan. It came back up the Billboard 200 all the way to number 2, and A Day Without Rain is still the best-selling New Age album of all time, with an estimated 16 million copies sold worldwide. On a lighter note, Enya has continued basically uninterrupted in the same style for her whole career. She started out doing soundtrack work, and she's done plenty more of it in between her albums, including contributing two songs to the Fellowship of the Ring soundtrack. Which was extremely appropriate, because Enya has recorded songs both inspired by The Lord of the Rings, and in a couple of cases, entirely in languages invented by J.R.R. Tolkien. The song May It Be from Fellowship earned her an Oscar nomination for Best Original Song, and she performed it at the awards ceremony that year, backed by a full orchestra. And it's one of the few times she's ever performed live, because she's never gone on a concert tour. And I suppose that just proves that you can become one of the biggest musicians on the planet without doing all the things you'd expect a huge star to do. No concerts, music that's pretty far away from conventionally popular genres, and like, only one album every five to seven years, but she's still in like the top hundred richest Irish people. Her home in County Dublin is a castle. Literally, a whole freaking castle. Anyway, let's go back to the show and mellow out. Relax. Let your energy flow to the tips of your fingers and toes. Now breathe. Breathe in. Breathe out.
Yeah, Victor, who can say where the JoJo's, where the days go? <laughs> Only time. I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, so, Joey, I did bring you something something special just for you. Oh, no, just, please. Oh, I am still close no, to vomiting. No. Please don't. Be- oh, no. It's a stupid sexy anime. It <laughs> looks like she's wearing nothing at all. Like, no, nothing at all. God. Nothing his well-defined ass cheeks. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so so Tim just posted a manga panel of Enya when she uh, met them, and she is thick. <laughs> so, Dummy. Yeah. got a thick booty. <laughs> That's why they can't tell there's a stand user around. They can't hear over the sound of Enya's ass cheeks clapping. Have I told you I was over this meme, like, the day it happened? <laughs> Are you kidding? This has been the, one of the best memes, and the last at least... I don't know what fifteen minutes. Oh no, we're dating our podcast with these. Also, this podcast is going to come out like three weeks after the death of that meme. (laughs) The meme's already dead at the time. It's already dead. (laughs) It it probably has been dead for three months. Not dead in Joey's heart, though. (laughs) Yes, is a meme truly dead if you keep it alive in your heart? He is the moderator of that subreddit (laughs) for this specific meme. (laughs) I wish hard tummy. Oh God, that's gotta exist. Right? <laughs> oh, 100%. We now return to podcast Google. <laughs> if not, you make that subreddit, Joey. It's all you, Joey. I believe in you. Oh, man. You're the moderator. Uh, anyway. Wait, I have to so... spell it stupid. One sec. D-U-M-M-Y-T-H-I-C-C. Come on, Tim. So, try, try both. You know. I love what like the rest of this episode, because it's entirely Inyaba being really, like, Failing every single deception roll she rolls. Joseph, or Jotaro, calling her out on it and Polnareff buying it a million percent no matter what she <laughs> Polnareff says. Polnareff insight score zero. <laughs> insight score negative ten. Like, his wisdom is one. Not ten. One. It is a subreddit. <laughs> I just put it's like a bounce house with Spider-Man up top and his ass is how huge that's wonderful thank you man he thick oh. I, I take it all back it's a good meme again <laughs> the dummy thick Spider-Man oh. bounce house is very good <laughs> Go ahead and post me that link. <laughs> Just for research purposes later. Are you going to jack out, jack off the goddamn dummy thick Spider-Man bounce house? Are, what? are you not? No! Imagine, Don't judge me. Just imagine kids jumping inside there and making the ass cheeks <laughs> Dummy thick all star. <laughs> oh, podcast by four. Just dummy thick idiots. <laughs> We're so bad. Oh, for all you so bad nerds out there. Dummy anyway, for dummy thick nerd. Oh, just twenty years ago at the small hotel, one of the 007 films was shot here. And Paul was like, really? <laughs> no. Yeah, and, and John Lynn stayed here too. Even, 
like this is clear tourist trap bullshit. And Polaroff falls for it, hook, line, and sinker immediately. And Inyama just like, no, not really. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wisdom score negative one. <laughs> but hey, she called somebody a Joestar, and, and uh, Jotaro's like, why Wait did that happen? Wait a second. It keeps cutting to Inya Nyaba, and she does like the inner monologue of, "Oh no, how do I get out of this one?" And I love it every time. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, just all these overlays of, of Enya smiling, and then just like the transparent uh, Enya's inner monologue face. <laughs> all I could think was like, "This is who Dio decided to serve him as his second hand." Uh, she. <laughs> She has a really cool stand. I think he bases like who his like who ranks in his system by like how cool their stand looks. It's a hundred percent because she brought him stand powers. That's no, that's right, separate. you're right. <laughs> you know what? Way to give me the like actual real answer, you son of a bitch. Sorry, my bad. It's because yeah. he really wants some of that double right handed action. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you know the deal. <laughs> Only wants Jonathan's body, and he has it now. Look, 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 Joey. Once you've been choked by two right hands, you can't go oh back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Was really a shame what happened to Centerfold. <laughs> a girl That's why died. Is all over Inyaba now. He needs it. He's got the craving. <laughs> Just like Polnareff, next episode. He's fucking horny for it. There is some upsetting flirting between Polnareff and Inyaba. It happens right now. (laughs) It's just immediately, it's just like, you don't look a day over 40. (laughs) She's like, oh, you kidder. I hate this guy. Why is he doing this? And Polnareff's like, yeah. Polnareff's clearly trying to get something. And she's like, you fucking killed my son. I fucking hate you. Was it this episode or the next one where she says, I want to cut off his penis and then rip out his entrails? It's this one. It's this one. Oh, I'm like, one. No, holy no. shit. It definitely happens like right here. Oh, we should say that Anyaba has clear has been super clever and wrapped up one of her hands. Yeah, yeah that's actually yeah. smarter than I expected. I know. <laughs> oh, I just burned it a little. You know, I spilled boiling water on it. Okay, that's actually a reasonable explanation. <laughs> okay, yeah. Look, her stand dementia hasn't fully set in yet, so he's still she still had the foresight to cover her hand. Thank you. Stand dementia, I think, is how we need to refer her from now on. <laughs> okay, so what really gets me is I'm looking at this, and fucking Enya also has the tire shoulders. And <laughs> That's just the style this season. Yeah. As was the style of the time. She had an <laughs> onion strapped to her belt. And... <sighs> God, but she's like, oh no, I knew it was jo- your name was Joe Stark because uh, Polnareff said it. And Polnareff's like, yeah, that sounds like me. No, sounds, that sounds <laughs> right. I've said his name before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Polnareff. And then immediately goes to hit on her. Yeah, and that's when she says, I'll make sure you suffer a thousand times, my son did, when I cut off your dick and rip out your guts to kill you. Yeah. Like, so she, she checks them into the hotel. Polnareff still flirting with her, like my my signature is gonna be worth something someday. <laughs> Hang on to it. It's like because it's gonna be worth more than John's because I'm Polnareff. God damn! It. <laughs> fuck <laughs> off, Polnareff. <laughs> like fuck you, Polnareff. Not to mention that his name is already the name of a famous musician. <laughs> I know he's on the rebound, but come on, man. So God. stop flirting with everything. No. <laughs> I love him. I find it endearing. 
<sighs> so the next the next like two minutes are a very indicative thing of this season, where Polnareff goes alone to find a bathroom, while the other three <laughs> crowd around a television while Joseph explains why for some reason his power doesn't work. <laughs> okay, first I want to I want to talk about him going to this room as he tosses his trash bag onto the bed and then <laughs> face plants onto this bed, which yep. looks like it's made of stone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And I'm like, I mean, me too, Polnareff. <laughs> and, and then we reveal what Polnareff's one true stand power is. That thick ass! Oh, man! <laughs> God damn it. I thought you said you were over this No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's here. He, he, he's finally getting it. He finally gets God, it. I hate this man. Yeah, it's some dummy thick Polnareff dim. Just posted it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. As he's just, just getting up off this bed and he's on all fours. And we get a shot from behind. Yeah. Of course we do. Oh, oh right. man. If anything, his lower half is less thick than his top half. That's probably <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, Polnareff skips like day. Oh, yeah. So, like, so really, by comparison, he's really not that thick. Are you saying his shoulders are dummy thick, but not his ass? Yeah. There you go. Some... I think I'm saying There's that. the episode some... title. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got dummy thick shoulders. I don't know. I think I was going to do the other thing that we said eight times earlier. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. You mean inside lizard friends? Oh, yeah. Inside, inside lizard, lizard friends. friends. <laughs> inside oh, lizard friends. Dummy thick inside lizard friends. So uh-huh. let's just skip ahead to everybody's favorite cowboy. Oh yeah, hell Sorry, yeah! How surprised were you when Whole Horse fucking showed up again? <laughs> I did not he expect him to be here of all places. <laughs> and he does the thing: he walks up to the front desk and hits the bell. <laughs> Dramatic, spurs oh. jangling. Oh. What a fucking hero! I love how he saddled up to this front desk though. Looking good. Yeah. And he does the thing where you, t- this is how you talk to short people, by bending down to their level, <laughs> stealing their walking stick. I, the sheer balls of this man to walk in and, and confront Inyabo <laughs> when he left her son to die. It's kind of impressive. She, the fact that he rolls with it, he's like, you are friends with my son, right? Oh yeah, we he's were like, best oh, friends. <laughs> he's like, it, like <laughs> he, he has a worried expression here. He's like, oh no, what's going to happen? <laughs> she ugly cries. Oh yeah, it's instantaneously. I would describe her face as leaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it was just, this clear fluid just starts coming out of every orifice. Oh yeah. Oh, no, please stop. I'm sure. (laughs) You know, I'm really appreciating Whole Horse's outfit here because his dumbass, like, vest that he wears over his shirt means he doesn't have the tire shoulders. (laughs) That's true. Oh, shit. (laughs) You know what? That is pretty good. He's this felt guy. He has a gun. His dex is pretty good, not his strength. I mean, also, it's 1987, so he's just shamelessly smoking inside this hotel. Sure. Yep. I mean, this is an open-air hotel, really. (laughs) I mean, it's a graveyard. (laughs) It's a graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, and yeah, but, like, they go back and forth for a little while, where he's like, yeah, he's my best friend. She's like, yeah, I'll make sure to memorize it, like... Remember his sacrifice. And then she just turns around with the scissors and stabs him in the fucking arm. And we get, like, a good 
five, ten seconds of reaction as whole horse screams yeah. and Yaba screams. Blood <laughs> she's just, spurts everywhere. She's just like and, twisting it. And Yaba's tongue is very upsetting. <laughs> Her tongue is very upsetting these two episodes. That's how you know she's a villain. Yep. Like, if, if she had teamed up with Whole Horse at this exact moment, killed the crew, and yep. then killed Whole Horse, it would have been so easy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing they could have done. Nope. <laughs> she's a fucking idiot. Yep. Ugh. She calls him out on his bullshit, and then reveals her stand power. Justice, which... Does among other things <laughs> tur- turns any the- wound into a gaping hole that they can gape it. <laughs> God damn it! And then it sucks the blood out. I guess. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, it just turns puppeteer? into puppet strings. Yeah. And then puppet. It's- How many stands does this make that can puppet things? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, we've got her. I mean, or Hierophant Green. Yeah. Justice. mm Hmm. I feel like more stands get revealed in the future. Uh, but also, I love this uh, this hand waving motion that Inyama does, like this really dramatic, like waving her hands in the air. There's all these like action lines behind them. And... It's good. It's her doing her witch. Yeah, yeah. Her stupid witch. <laughs> I- I'm convinced that uh, justice, like this, isn't all justice. It's got to be like half Inyaba doing witch shit. Oh man! And do. the hands yeah. as they move create all these after images. I bet that replicates something straight out of Araki's art. <laughs> oh no! I'm sure. Oh it no! Sure it does. <laughs> I'm actually sure oh. it does. <laughs> so she just for her first gambit to kill Whole Horse is to have him shove his hand into his own mouth. In a it's very great. like screenshotable scene here. I mean, <laughs> just... it's it's so very like Looney Tunes, <laughs> like <laughs> like you've all met that girl who was like, I can fit my entire well, I can fit my entire fist into my mouth. Think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that oh, looks god. so bad in the manga. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a finger. Don't, it looks like a looks, muscular finger. Looks like a, a really broken like ankle and foot. <laughs> yep. Don't worry. There are many panels of this exact scene for oh, some reason. No, Perfect. Oh, no. Good. Why are there so many? Like Araki just really wanted to draw this over and over again. Which I yeah. it's his which fetish. I get. And then Whole Horse does the stupidest thing. Oh my god. <laughs> He summons his stand in the hand, the hand <laughs> that is being controlled. What do you think he can sh- only summon it to Good his right idea. hand? I no, no, I don't think not. that either. I, I, I think it's a dominant <laughs> hand, but it's the hand he knows how to uh, shoot with. I think he's just dumb. So <laughs> he can control the bullet. He doesn't need to be able to aim that well. He <laughs> can summon it to his foot. So I look. Old habits die hard. I. Th- that is just a panic summon. Yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if he was left hand dominant and he was this dumb. <laughs> I like that he still pulled the trigger after it was pointed <laughs> at his face. And Yama makes him point his own gun at his face, and then he pulls the trigger. Can't you just like desummon your stand at any time? I mean, and that comes yes. up later. Yeah, <laughs> it's we, or maybe his gun just isn't that strong. Yeah, it was. So, it was so far away from his face. <laughs> His stand only works in close range. <laughs> I mean, it sure did a number God. on Abdul at a pretty long yeah. range. Uh, so we get whole, whole horses. Maybe just his guns, just racist. Oh my God, Grant! Please no. 
Don't take our podcast down this route. We what route? We just had like fifteen minutes of like Spider Man ass keep cheek clapping while children bounce around inside. We we get one of the best break like from chapter to chapter we get pretty good art. This is the best one that I've come across with. It is our main heroes with whole horse included. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, you know, God. like, after like, got cut out <laughs> to put a whole horse into this fucking shot. What is Joseph wearing? It's like a poncho. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, what... I do like these color shifts because Jotaro's the same and everyone else looks cooler. Yeah. Poldorf is completely pink. Uh, Hakuin's got this pink from head to this toe. black and white aesthetic going on. His school uniform is black and his hair is all white. Whole horse is orange. Meanwhile, Joseph yeah, is full is... blonde. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> They've all... They all have green shoes. <laughs> yeah, there's hashtag squad, squad goals. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, poor Abdol. Look, jo- you him. know Joseph's like, hey y'all, I bought y'all some shoes. What's going? Pull- hand gestures here. He's got one hand out, ready to snap his fingers and summon Shining Gundam. Rise, Shining Gundam. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> So the episode ends with Whole Horse killing himself and everyone else being like, what was that sound? And Yaba being like, oh no, they're coming. And Polnareff being like, no, don't worry, I'll check it out alone. Y'all stay upstairs. So they go into this hotel and having learned nothing from their last hotel experience, Polnareff is in a room by himself at the start of this. And then proceeds to wander around alone. Look, there's two things you should never let Polnareff do on his own. One is have a hotel room. And the second one is go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say number two is anything. So what you're saying is, is a child. <laughs> like, I wish there were... Like, we wish Polnareff was as well behaved as most children. <laughs> right? like, Anne is a much more model child than Polnareff is, which is saying something. I mean, if Anne had a stand, we, they should have dumped Polnareff fucking immediately. Yep. <laughs> Keep Anne... <laughs> She Hell, has 400 kills, and that's without the stand. Even without Imagine the what stand, she could do with it. Better off, yeah. uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want her. She would have like a murderer stand. Yeah, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, she'll just have like a purple rain or some shit. Oh man, what would Anne's stand be? No, we already had this discussion. It was Oingo Boingo, right? No, no but with a, no, 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 no. Let's go a different route. Let's let's go like something from Heart, right? Because Anne and Nancy Wilson. So maybe Barracuda. Sorry, Barracuda. Ooh, Barracuda. Ooh. Barracuda feels pretty good for her. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a you good said, choice. Oh, Barracuda. Yeah. yeah, then she could have fought Captain Dragon. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck! That would have been so much cooler. <laughs> yeah. We need to rewrite Stardust Crusader starting from there. <laughs> All right, everyone, just <laughs> stay tuned for our Joe Star All Stars fan fiction, of Stardust Crusader. <laughs> it's a long form project that we're working on, <laughs> where we choose to to pick on, like we choose every female lead, and they immediately become the main character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we start with Anne, you know what? We go all the way back. Arena's the main character of Phantom One. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. the main character of Battle Tendency. <laughs> God, Holly, like the Joe Stars are all incapacitated by their stance, and Holly's taken over. I feel like Kakuin would still be on board. Like it would still be Kakuin as a sidekick. Yes, yeah, Mill Funter. Absolutely, because Kakuin uh, is just there for the sexual energy with whoever the main character is. So yeah, oh, and then we yeah. get Polnareff's sister. Avenging Polnareff. Yeah. Oh, 
but she's. St- I think she still has the haircut. One hundred percent. And of course, we have Annis the fourth, and we need to round it out with. Um, right. God, who did it's he- the, fourth, the, the, the fourth season is perfect, Joey. Don't mess with it. Yeah, fourth season, I'm actually okay with. Maybe Yukiko gets a higher. No, uh, more... we don't talk about Yukiko. No. Yukiko is the worst. No. She is the worst. But maybe She's not she... okay. But, but, no, not the okay. whole point is that we treat them better this time. No, Jotaro's mom. <laughs> no, yeah, Josuke's mom would actually yeah, be the main character. Mom. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep, okay. We did it. We solved JoJo. Ugh, so, did we? so, Victor, how'd you like the episode? This is a dumbass episode. <laughs> it's great. Oh, man. it's It is a dumbass episode. I just love everybody failing their uh, checks, and uh, still somehow this is being shenanigans. How do you like in the Inyabas as a like top tier villain? I'm surprised we get this Inyaba <laughs> sequence so early <laughs> because Inyaba's Dio is like second in command, so we're just gonna just put it right there mid season. Yeah, it feels really weird, don't yeah. it? Yeah, but he just um gets to be spooky alone now. It's fine. It's fine. It I better. mean, it's probably better that way. And they didn't really pe- play off of each other, so I'm not like terror. Like this is an okay loss of character yeah. for me. Yeah, because yeah, Enya mm-hmm. Enya was uh, just chewing the scenery every time she and Dio were in the same room. <laughs> Sometimes in bad ways. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, it really lo- uh, hogged the spotlight. Like I'm really, on. I'm really surprised they didn't save her for like the se- like this season finale. <laughs> Season finale. Uh, that Araki does not. We've established does not plan two pages. I, in advance. I know, but for all we know, he thought this was the season finale, <laughs> and then he just <laughs> decided to do something else. Yep. I oh, mean, wait. these are all the like stand users that seems like it was planned out. So far. yeah, the, we we, we uh, to this point we have not teased any other stand users, which makes it very weird when more keeps showing up. <laughs> Look, how many more tarot cards? You're right. Yeah. He was, <laughs> that's what happened. He got to the like, wait, did I get all the tarot cards? Oh, no, there are a lot more. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, justice is now. And it's just like, but Iraqi, you forgot. Wait, there's like six more? <laughs> have, like, what, about the- what about those? And it's just like, uh, right. Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Fine. Man, I really like these stands. Let's keep going, dude. You ran out of tarot cards. What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what tarot cards were based on. No, Egyptian gods. No, <laughs> <laughs> sure, Rocky. <laughs> As he like like turns off Yu Gi Oh in the background. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, what about you two? Did you all enjoy the episode? Oh fuck yeah! I love. And yeah, was a perfect villain. I love seeing. I love seeing Inyaba's internal monologue where she's just freaking the fuck That's out. Good. I like her inner giant. Like, it sort of reminds me. Did y'all ever play the Clock Tower, the horror game with the very tiny person with the giant pair of scissors that chases women around? No, but I know what you're talking about, surprisingly. <laughs> that seems like a it... we- like a weird callback to that for Inyaba. Because that's all she does. She just like runs around with a pair- big pair of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> and she is tiny. She is very tiny. Way smaller than yeah. anybody should be yeah, in the series. Yeah, established, she's dummy thick. Oh. <laughs> dummy thick. Oh, she's got she to compress down to get those curves to pop more. Yeah, yeah maybe if she's 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite that's my favorite thing later on thank you joey <laughs> all right acacia's making such a face right now 
Thank you. Also, Alpha. I want to point out that Acacia decided because she was in the same room, she wanted to listen in on us recording the podcast. We are like two steps removed from getting Acacia on the podcast. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh man, we'll save it for the next fuck Mary kill. And really five people. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. <sighs> all right. Well, you thought crosstalk was bad. Now, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? You can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, <laughs> where you will see some dummy thick in Yappa. Did you get the one put back on? <laughs> no. Did I say Big Blue <laughs> no. Zam one? Yes, you did. Fuck me. Big Blue Zam. Come on. Now I've got to edit it out so Victor looks dumb again. God damn Thanks it, Joey. Lot, <laughs> and I can't just say. Nothing. It doesn't work. The joke doesn't work. That's when I put one in there. <sighs> yeah. Um, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan. Tweet at the podcast at Joestar AllStars. Uh, find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Imagine that. Uh, Apple <laughs> oh, Podcasts, wow. Spotify, JoestarAllStars.Fireside.FM. Thank you all for listening. You know, give us five stars. And if you have anything to say to us, send it to JoestarAllStars at gmail.com. We actually appreciate it. We do occasionally get it, and we... Th- read each and every one and it means a lot to us so thank you all yeah, yeah just big thank you to the two people who've given us written reviews on itunes and the people who have sent us fan mail it has been actually very gratifying it, it's it, it's, very it's nice. nice to see that this really dumb thing we do for mostly us actually it's other people might appreciate it so. I, it really warms my heart whenever like i i have it connected to my phone so Whenever y'all send me anything, like, it pops up, I read it immediately, like, within 30 seconds, I will read it, and it will make my entire day. Yep. Yeah, and he'll share it with all of us, and we're like, fuck yeah. So, here's to you, viewers. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have a joke after this, actually. No, that's very sweet. It's good. So, yeah. sign off. So, yeah, thank you all for watching. This has been Joestar All-Star, signing out for all you, um... I don't know, dummy thick school, school uniform nerds out there. <laughs> Inside lizard friends. <laughs> Inside lizard friends. <laughs> Inside lizard friends. <laughs> Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye. Goodbye, Inside Bye. Lizard Friends. Honor. I know what I said was that I wanted a younger, hotter Kakuin, but it is totally not what I meant. <laughs> you know how when uh, Piccolo births uh, the egg from his mouth and uh, gives birth to the, the the new Piccolo, and he looks completely different. He looks like a different sort of character. For some reason, in my head, what I was picturing was uh, Kakuin, but reimagines in later parts art style like in golden wind like uh everybody looks uh like like a normal looking human being not like giant slabs of meat like in stardust crusaders so someone like Bucciarati and Arancha. so i was thinking what if Kakuin looked like that and for some reason in my dumb lizard brain it thought the best way to convey this in a podcast medium was to say i wanted a younger hotter Kakuin immediately realized my mistake. <laughs> so please forgive me. I'm sorry. Please. <laughs>
Goodbye.